Hello and Happy New Year. If you're listening when this episode first drops, it is the first day of the new year, 2024. You know, I love New Year's. I can't help it. I'm not a big New Year's Eve person, but I am definitely a big New Year's person just in, I don't know. I mean, I may always say that we need to be prepared for it, but I also also feel like there's new energy that comes with the new year. So something that's interesting is this is a recording I actually made for my Fittest Freedom group. And I thought, you know what? I want to share it with you too. So if you're new here, welcome. This is the Fittest Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Howard. And we're going to talk a little bit about why you don't want to write that New Year's resolution right away, or even maybe at all. First thing I want to say is that resolutions, like, you know, this whole idea of New Year's resolutions, goals, whatever you want to call them, they can be really exciting, but they can also be like painful, <laughs> especially if you've had one that maybe you've had again and again and again, and it feels like you've been just writing, writing the same damn thing for, you know, the last 20 years or whatever it is. That's debilitating. <laughs> it makes us feel like, why bother, right? And when this happens, what we do is we come in from a place of, gosh, am I wasting my time? It's a why bother space, right? And I'd like to suggest a different way, a way that's, I feel more empowering and it's a way of using the energy of the new year, however you see fit. First thing to do is if you can, this is something that you can listen to and then come back and actually act on. Because you don't, you're going to be writing, maybe, maybe put aside an hour, maybe two hours if you're a wild child and grab a cup of herbal tea that you really like. I mean, make yourself comfortable, get the pen, get the paper, get the journal that you love. For me, I'm a writer. Every year I start with a new journal, even if my old one that I'm finishing up isn't done. I usually go through about mm, maybe four or five a year. It is a simple journal. I just, you know, just just a book with um, empty pages in it, but get a new journal for a new year. Okay. Like have that freshness and then have your, you know, whatever it is that makes you feel cozy and then re-listen to this. But first, just let me walk you through what we're going to be doing because it's pretty simple. And the only reason you need that much time is that sometimes you'll want to come back and think about things more than once and then, you know, write them down or write them down, think about them and then write some more. So be ready. And then the first thing we're going to do is this is a little different. So if you're driving and listening, don't do this one. But it's what we want to do is we want to get into a state of a place where we can convince our brain that we're in it. Like this is this is what we want to do. Um, in NLP, this is called a learning state. But what I'm going to call it right now is a convincing state. Because sometimes, sometimes we have to we have to get past what's going on in our head to get to where we want to be. So all you have to do, and this is a very, very simple exercise, is just start out, take a deep breath in, let it back out, take another deep breath in, let it back out, and then take your eyes and move them just slightly above where you would normally be looking forward. This 10%, 20%, just slightly up. And as you put your eyes up there, what you're going to do is you're going to really focus on that area that you're looking at. Like just see that area that you're looking at and be aware of it. And while you're doing it, you know, continue to breathe. 
You can breathe deeply if that feels good. Go back to your regular breathing. It doesn't matter. Um, I like to continue to breathe slightly deeper than usual simply because it it makes me feel like I'm in an altered state. So you've got your eyes up there. You're looking at this one particular area. And what you do is you start becoming aware of everything else around you. You're not moving your eyes. You're still looking at that one area, but you're noticing that, you know, even though you're looking there, you're aware of the walls beside you or what's going on beside you. You're aware of a ceiling if you're in a ceiling or in a room with a ceiling, or maybe you're aware of the sky. You're just aware of what's going on. And you're you're noticing that your peripheral has it has space around you, even though, even though you're not looking at it, you're still aware that there's more. And you can almost become completely aware of what's around you and not just what's around you, but what's behind you, even though you don't have to look back there. You're just looking up. Taking another deep breath and you just continue focusing with your eyes. Now you realize that you are feeling what's behind you, what's around you. You're aware of your space. You're aware of where you are in space. So take just a couple of other breaths now and then come back and just come back to what we're doing now. In doing that one simple exercise, you allow your brain to settle down and become focused on what we're talking about today, okay? Because this is a big deal. It's We're talking about making 2024 super interesting for you, okay? I don't want to use any other words. I like interesting because that could be anything for you. It's anything you want, right? So the first place we're going to start is we're actually going to start with what I call a bliss list. And my coach, I think she calls it getting into an elevated state, list, but for me, it's a bliss list, and it is nothing more than a piece of paper. And I'd suggest dragging this piece of paper around with you for like a whoopee for a week or whatever it takes. But on that page, you're going to write the things that make you blissful, the things that you enjoy, the things that make you excited, the things that make you smile inside and out. I can give you, I'll, I'll read from my list so you have a little bit of an idea of what I'm talking about. Like one of the things that I have is laughter with friends. I've realized that when I'm in a place where I'm with friends and we're all cracking up and having fun, like right now, I get chill bumps. It is a place of bliss for me. Another one is good sleep. I love good sleep. <laughs> and I love dreaming in my sleep. So that's another one that's on here. Something else that's on here is tea or champagne in a beautiful setting and serving. Like if somebody just hands me a, a glass of champagne in a, in a plastic cup, it's like, eh, I could take it or leave it. Not a thing. But when it's like served in a, in a beautiful champagne flute and I feel like I'm in a situation where it, it works, it's a, it's a different choice for me. It's also the same thing with tea. Like I have very particular cups that I use when I want to get into a state of relaxation and bliss and really enjoy a cup of tea. Um, other things obviously would be like, obviously for me, <laughs> would be like hiking and kayaking and surfing and, and decluttering. That's on my list. So these are things that make me feel good. Okay. So what goes on your bliss list? And so start thinking about that. Like, what are the things that make you, that you enjoy? The things that make you smile? The things that maybe it's a, maybe it's a cat. Maybe you have a cat or a dog 
Or um, for me, another one is going out to live music. Like just start writing down the things that you love, the things that make you smile, that make you feel good. Start with a bliss list. So then you're the other thing that happens is that when you do a bliss list, you uh, you are actually putting yourself into an even more elevated state. So we started with an idea of how to get into that convincer state where we where we bring our brain on board with hey, let's let's get present and now let's get excited, right? Let's not think about last year or the year before and the resolutions that didn't work or whatever it was. Forget that stuff. This is about getting excited, getting in an elevated state, starting with bliss. Okay, so. When we start there, it is easier to take action. It really is. If you think about it, like when you're excited about something, it is so much easier to take action than when you're dreading something or you're worried about it or it's just not that exciting, right? Um, and we're working from possibility, okay? We're working from possibility. Instead of what may not work or what hasn't worked in the past, now we're going to be working from the idea of possibility. So we're elevating emotions. Then the first question you're going to ask yourself is, what were the wins for this last year? What were your wins? And it can be one win. It can be 15 wins. I don't care. Like, what were your wins? Like, one of my wins was I finished my book. It got published. It hit the bestseller list. Like, those were big wins for me. I mean, they had been on my goal. Okay. On my goal list for probably five years, I had write a book. And so sometimes, okay, I'm going to digress here for a second. Sometimes it takes the right timing for things to to work and you don't want to like force yourself. I started to force myself about three or four years ago into writing a book and it just wasn't flowing. And I went, you know what, Kel, you're forcing instead of allowing. So, so that was a digression, but just know like that happens sometimes. The other thing is, is that what are other things that you've done this last year that were wins for you? It could be anything, anything. Then the next question is, what are the highlights of this last year? Sometimes we have highlights that may not be this major win, but it was like something that shines, something that stands out. Like I can think of a couple of trips I took, um, a couple of the retreat, adventure retreats I led. They were highlights of this last year. I mean, they were just fun. We had, we laughed. We did all the things that are on my list, right? We laughed with friends. We, we did hikes. We kayaked. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> Sorry. It was all about me, right? <laughs> but the thing is, is that the um, women who were along, they were, they were having, you know, highlights too. Like I've heard, I've heard back from them. I mean, it was like a high point. What are some of the high points that you've had in this year? And I'm going to stop for just a second and let you know. This, all these questions will be in the show notes as a download. So you can go to the show notes or you can go to fittestfreedom.com slash new. And this will be a, this will be a beautiful PDF that you can download so you can follow along. Okay. So don't be scribbling fastly, just know. Okay. So what were the highlights of this year, last year? And then some other ideas were, um, what were you most proud of? What were you most proud of? Where did you shine? Like what what mattered, right? Where did you shine this last year? I mean, one, I'll give you an instance from my life is one of my clients said to me on a, on a group call, she said, 
if I hadn't been in this group, I don't know where I would be today. Wow, right? Like that, maybe it didn't make me shine, but man, it made me shine inside. That's the kind of thing, like, you know, what what really got what really got you going? Maybe, maybe you did something. And and think about this. This could be anything. It could be family. It could be fitness. It could be travel. It could be spiritual. It could be like any of those things. Okay. That's what we're talking about here. So next, what we're going to do is we're going to make what I like to call a PowerPoint list. Okay. But it's not the old PowerPoint. <laughs> this is the new PowerPoint list. And this is the powerful things that you learned that you read, that you watched, or that you listened to this last year. Okay. A lot of times we forget these things, but like, if you look back, I mean, I, and I know for myself, I'm, I'm just looking at back when I was thinking about this. I mean, I read some books that were life-changing for me. I listened to some podcasts that rearranged my brain. Like I have a teacher that I just love. So, and I have friends that said things that were, um, life-changing. So like what, if you were going to make a PowerPoint list for this last year, what were things that you learned, read, watched, or listened to that changed, either changed you or changed your life for you? So then the next thing we're going to do is we're going to bring it forward now. Okay. So when we bring it forward, one thing is with your bliss list, keep it with you. Keep it with you. Like I said earlier, keep it with you for a week or whatever it is. I mean, mine, I continually add to it. It's on my bulletin board and something will strike me and I'll be like, oh yeah. Um, the other thing I do is I use, <laughs> I text myself a lot. So I just use my voice recorder when I'm driving and I'll, you know, text myself something else that I completely forgot about. Um, like one thing I love to do is I love to, lo I love long road trips. Like I love by myself long road trips with myself. And I know last year when I was doing my bliss list, I was like, hey, Kelly. And I, <laughs> hey, Siri, text Kelly. <laughs> and um, I was like, add wrong, long road trips to that list because you really enjoy those things. So keep that going. All right. And then with your PowerPoints, once you have your list, actually, actually, I want you to do something else with your bliss list. Look at your calendar for this next year. And schedule in some of the things on that list within your calendar. And maybe you can only do it for the next month, right? Like, I mean, I can tell you where I can stretch it out, but first, like, maybe it's like reach out to your good friend and have lunch. Maybe go hiking if the weather's great. And if the weather's not great, then go have tea with a friend, whatever, right? Like, put those on your calendar. Okay. When they're on your calendar, they become real. When they're on a list, they're an idea, right? They're just, they're just a good idea on a list. But when you move it to your calendar or you move it to your to-do list, if you're a to-do list person, but you move it somewhere where you know you're going to take action on it, start sprinkling them throughout your year. Um, one way that I do it where I can actually calendar things out, since I love listening to live music, I'll spend I'll spend an hour or two going through the different venues in Houston. I live in Houston, so we have we have lots of um, music options. 
which makes it easy for me. So I just go through the venues. I find things that I would like to go to. I might go ahead and purchase the tickets. I might put it on my list to purchase the tickets when they come due, whatever it is. But I'll go ahead and schedule out two, three, maybe sometimes four or five um, shows that I want to go see. Maybe you like the symphony or the ballet or you know whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Just put them on your list and put them on your calendar. Commit by buying tickets if you can, or by calling a friend and saying, will you go with me to this? So start with, start with that with your bliss list. Then go to your PowerPoint list, okay? And on your PowerPoint list, you want to think about how can you incorporate this list into this year, okay? One way for me is when I did this, I realized that there was this podcast that I used to listen to a lot. Really enjoyed it. But for some reason, I quit here listening to it. And then it started sliding down to the bottom of that, you know, list that they give you and it never popped up again. So I went in and I just, I literally decluttered my subscription. Like I went through and I went, nope, I'm not listening to that anymore. Nope. That doesn't like me. Nope. 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 And I take all of them out. And then the ones that really that I enjoy, I moved them to the top of the list by listening to them, um, you know, highlighting whatever it was. Um, sometimes you might really enjoy a podcast and you didn't subscribe. Go back and subscribe. That makes makes a difference for the podcast and it'll make a difference for you because it'll show up. So that's one way to do it. Maybe load your Audible account. If you use Audible, um, one of my, I, I like Audible. And so I will have some preloaded books in there that are all about, you know, what I want to do to, for expansion. And then another one that you could do is, you could pre-schedule a book a month, right? Maybe a book a month. If you're a reader, I, I love to read, okay? I am a reader and I read two different ways. If I'm just reading fiction or just, you know, things that don't matter as much to me, I um, I put them on my Kindle and that's where I read them. But when I really want something to impact my life, I buy it in paperback, hardback, whatever it is, and I keep it with me. It's it's on my bookshelf. It's in front of me. It's there. So I do actually a book a month now. And Kelly's Book of the Month Club is each month I have already purchased these books and I've got them marked, right? Like um, my book of the month for January is a new book that I think I'm going to talk about on another podcast, but it happens to be, um, it's called Longevity. It's really fascinating. And it's, I think it's called Longevity and the subtitle is your playlist. So um, something you want, it's a great book, but start putting out those books and make them book of the month. Like for me, I'm not, I haven't done it this year, but I have gone so far as to actually put on my calendar what my book is this month. It does a couple of things. One of them, other than make me sound like a total geek, is it makes me realize that, hey, I have a new month coming up. I need to finish what I'm reading. And the other one is, is it comes out. And it's my new book. So, so think of some things because what you're doing now is you're taking things that, and you can do the same thing with, with, if you're more of a visual, like I like to watch movies or whatever it is, you can do the same thing with um, visual. I actually, and this is like totally weird and geeky, and I'm just going to like go down a rabbit hole here for a second. But <laughs> if you ever use something like ChatGPT, I recently went, you know what? I want this list of movies that is empowering and interesting and you know doesn't have all the things that I don't like. So I literally went in there, I gave it some examples of movies I liked, the, the way I wanted to feel, et cetera, et cetera. And I ended up with this whole list of uh, like 20, 
20 movies that I can watch this next year if I choose to watch a movie instead. So it's just being pre-armed. Okay. That's what this is. Being ready. Then this next step is something that we really need to do. And it is what didn't work last year. Okay. What didn't work for you last year? We all have things that don't work. All of us do. It's life. Okay. And it could be as simple as, I don't know, um, maybe you had multiple injuries or um, maybe you ended up spending a whole lot more time than you had planned working or, or taking care of something or whatever, right? What didn't work for you? All right. And then your subtitle to that is, how can you make a change? How can you change this? What can you do differently that will help you not have this happen again? Okay. <laughs> probably heard this one before. I think this was this was last year. So last year, the saga of the dogs, anyone who follows me knows that I ended up with these two big dogs that I really hadn't planned on having. So beginning of last year, I was looking at like, what didn't work? And one of the things that was like glaring was walking these dogs. Like this one dog thinks think she's on the North Pole and she's just, you know, going to pull me and the sled and everything else down the road. And the other one is sauntering along, cutting back and forth in front of me. Um, didn't work for me. I'm used to, I'm used to actually good dogs. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to Romeo and Juliet. But so that was a glaring example for me of something that wasn't working. So all I had to do was go, okay, how can I make this more viable for me? What do I need to do? School. <laughs> they went to school. Me. I went to school because I wasn't used to dogs that didn't listen. So, you know, it's just like looking those things and it could be as simple as that, right? But something that simple was also something that was really, really annoying me. Like it was the kind of thing that I would wake up, quite honestly, I'd wake up slightly annoyed because I knew I had to go take those dogs for a walk in a little while. So, so find the things that aren't working, didn't work, and how can you change them? Okay. That's another list. And then, What's one change that you want to focus on in this next year? What's one personal change that you want to focus on in this next year? And then where you can make this more powerful is ask yourself every day, how can I do that today? How can I either not do that thing? Like if it's something that you want to quit doing, or if it's something that you want to do, um, how can I do that today? You want to bring it into the now. Because when we put it on a piece of paper and it's on a list, especially when it's in a journal on a list, it can become lost. It can be that thing that, oh yeah, darn, I meant to do that. Um, instead, find that thing that is, I like to think of it as a tipping point. It's a pivot point. It's that domino that when you push it over, everything else that falls is it's a cascading effect of good. Okay. So find that thing. What is that pivot point for you? What's that one action that you can take that's going to make a difference? And then if you want to like get back into that elevated state, what's a word? What's a word that you would like to use to describe this new year? Like if you were looking back on this new year from 2025 and you're looking back and there was one word that you wanted to say, wow, yeah. That was the word I wanted for this year. What would it be? What would that word be? And maybe the word is, maybe it's a sentence, but what could, what would that word be for you? And you can even take it a tiny step further if you want. And you can say, 
what is that feeling that I want to have this year? What's that feeling that I want to be, that I want to invoke? So, all right, so that's all the kind of um, thinking process, okay? And you just grab that download. It's just simply fittestfreedom.com forward slash new, and you can go through all this. But now we're going to make it real, okay? Now we're going to actually put it to work because all of this thinking is awesome. It makes a difference. It, it gets our brain and our body on board. But if we don't take action, it's for naught, okay? So the next thing you're going to do is schedule this next week. If you're someone who's just like all about scheduling, then schedule the next two weeks. You've heard me talk about scheduling before, haven't you? So when you're scheduling, what you're doing is you're looking at like, where can I put some of my pieces of my bliss list into this week? Where can I... Where can I add my workout schedule to this week, right? My movement, like those three pieces that I love to talk about, your mobility, your cardio, and your resistance. Where can you add these in this next week? And then where are you going to make connections, okay? And connections can be not just scheduling time with your friends, Maybe one of your um, one of the pieces that make you feel good on that list is volunteering. Maybe it's um, helping animals, cats at the shelter. Maybe it's um, visiting with your grandkids or your kids more. Like, where can you make more connections? And and connections don't have to be like tons of connections. Maybe you only make one connection a week. Maybe you make two. But start looking at where we can make where you and me, myself included, can make connections in the upcoming week or weeks and months, because it's those connections that in the end make a really, really big change in our life. And I'm going to, here's a teaser. So that if you've watched the Blue Zone documentary or you've read the book, or whatever, one of the things they talk about is community. So in a, in a next, in a future podcast, I'm going to talk about how to bring that entire idea of blue zones into where you live currently, right? <laughs> I can bring the blue zones to Houston, Texas. You can do it anywhere, okay? So, but one of those things is connections. So, start looking at how you can make some connections. And what all I want to say is Happy New Year. And if you will hang on, I've got a quick announcement that we're going to give you. And then after that, Come back and I'm going to give you a couple of extra pointers on this. I have a very special invitation for you this January 10th. You're invited to join me and a bunch of awesome women for Fit is Your Superpower. This virtual event will help you become the healthiest and most active version of yourself. And here's what you can expect. You'll learn to get motivated and stay motivated. The masterclass is interactive, so you're going to come away with a personalized fitness plan tailored to your unique lifestyle. You're going to be able to move forward quickly when you learn effective fitness methods to accelerate your progress. And this is about lasting results. You'll learn to build the right habits and you'll learn to master your MDM, which is your minimum daily movement. Plus, I'm all about fun and fitness, so you're going to start harnessing the power of wild cards to infuse fun and excitement into your fitness routine. No more boring cookie cutter workouts, okay? So all this is happening on January 10th. There are two time options and a replay is available. 
So what you can do is go to the show notes to RSVP. And if you've ever felt like it's time to give in or consider throwing in the towel, this event is custom made for you. Bid farewell to one size fitness plans that waste your time, effort, and money. Instead, you're gonna leave with a straightforward personalized strategy that leads to consistency. This is gonna be held either via Zoom or you can watch it in our private Facebook group. So go to the show notes to register, get the guide, join the group if you want, and remember, the replay is available when you RSVP. So I look forward to seeing you there. January 10th and the two times are, these are central, these are in central, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. See you on January 10th. So the extra pointers on this. First, do. Do take your time, even if it's just a half an hour. If you can do it, take an hour, take two hours. Find that special place. Get yourself in a good place. Use these pieces that we talked about today, like getting yourself into an elevated state. But do take this action. It's it's a big, it's a game changer. It You come away from it with a feeling of positivity, not a feeling of, oh God, I mean, is this going to be the year I finally get these things done or is it just going to be like another one of those years? So do this piece and then make sure that you take the action at the end, scheduling, uh, because when you schedule, it becomes real. And when you take that action, once we take action, everything gets simpler. Okay. And then the last thing that you can do, if you're willing to try, is start looking for the feelings that you would like to have. What do you like if you wrote down your your word or your words, what do those feeling what does that word or sentence feel like? Right? Maybe, maybe what you wrote down was strong and vital. Okay. How does that feel? How, where does that how does that feel in your body? And where do you feel it? Right? Because we have the ability to consider something and then create the feelings within us. And when we can create those feelings within us, all of this stuff gets easier. Always, always. It's like, you know, when you, when you can connect to the fact that your workout is something that makes you feel strong, it makes you feel energetic, it makes you feel um, powerful, whatever the word is, doesn't matter what the word is. When you can feel that in your body, it becomes so much easier to continue everything that you want to do in life and to get it. So thank you so much. Happy New Year again. Do this and let me know. How'd you like it? You can reach me on you can reach me on social, you can reach me via email. Thank you again and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for staying around to the end. I truly appreciate you. I have a question. Have you picked up your copy of my new book, Fit, Active and Ageless for Life? In this book, you're going to learn to go from maybe I'll start next week to achieving long-lasting fitness consistency for a lifetime. Part one is going to help you understand how to change your approach to your fitness so it doesn't feel like one of those all-or-nothing options. Part two gives you the exact step-by-step formula that I use that allows me to do everything I love to do, from waking up refreshed and feeling great with tons of energy, to biking, hiking, kayaking, and paddleboarding, and so much more. This is also the plan I use to help clients to create their life-changing fitness 
And part three is going to teach you how to get and stay motivated to find and create accountability and community and to keep moving forward even when you don't feel like it because it happens to all of us. So you can find the book on Amazon by simply searching for Fit, Active and Ageless for Life or go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash book and you can grab it there. And by the way, there are some very cool bonuses that come with your book that you are not going to want to miss. And here is what one reader just wrote to me. I saw myself in so many of the stories. My fitness and outlook on my future has changed so much that my friends are shocked and I'm ready for more. More play, more fitness, and more fun. Thank you so much. So there you go. Grab your coffee, enjoy, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.